everything wonderful? Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Kenneth, it's good to see you. Yes, it is. How's Maggie doing? Good to be back. She's uh, got a little bit sore throat, feeling better though. We certainly have missed y'all bunches and bunches. Yes. It's good to have you back. And can I call on you to lead us in a word of prayer, please? Yes, sir. And it's all so nice to be back in the house of prayer. Thank you for being our master. Yes. 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 To look up to and worship and to guide us and direct us in all our steps and ways. Let's be with the music tonight, be with the pastor, and give him the words to say and us the ears to listen. Let's guide our hearts and thoughts. May we have a safe trip yes. back home. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Ken. Uh, if you have a song you like to you like for us to sing, you know, uh, I don't want to be one or picking them out all the time. If there's a song in your heart, uh, if you want us to do, just just let me know or let us know. We'll definitely do that. But Michael mentioned one just a little bit ago before we got started. Look at page 36. He is exalted. testimony uh, you, you know just feel free to share a testimony if you have anything on your heart sure. but look to page uh, 87 87 and then we're gonna sing 88 but we're gonna sing the first and second verse of their first and last verse of 87 and then we sing uh, more precious and silver <laughs>
get some of this. 153. 
Oh, it's saying. Well, Chris and Pammy, y'all got something you can share if you want. Bless the Lord. The Wayne, I used to have like a 20 acre field of tips and 44 vermouth grass. And I was really proud of that. I worked real hard to get that established. And uh, I had a small tractor and uh, just a small mower. And uh, it takes a long time to mow 20 acres of hay with a six foot mower, just a small mower. And uh, I'll never, ever, as long as I live, struggle with God, my faith in God, going around and around. And I can see just as clearly as I talk, but you started coming down to the house. But my heart just overflowed. And I had to break out in the song, How Great Thou How Great Thou that's a milestone that I'll never forget about that God is as present to us as we'll allow it to be. And I really appreciate the service today, Brother Steve. I really appreciate the message you brought. Uh, I, if we had all been honest with ourselves, we should have been in the altar. But you know, I come to church not because I'm a good person. I come to church because I have a deep, deep desire in my heart to be a better person. Yes. <laughs> and service like today, the wonderful Sunday school lesson that Brother Michael brought us, the wonderful songs, the wonderful message. It's going to help me be a better person this week than I was last week. God bless you. I just want to praise God for His greatness. Proud one. He And that His love toward us is not conditional upon us. Isn't that great? Amen. It's not conditional on me. It's not conditional on anything. <clears throat> Except Christ came, he lived and died, and gave his life for us. Because of what he did, it'll never be because of what I did or what I'll ever do. So I'm praising for his love, praising that I feel strengthened in my life to live a better life this week from the state. What the preaching of the gospel will do. And Today has meant a lot to me. This weekend has meant a lot to me. And I just want to thank everybody that has let the Lord use them in their service. Amen. God bless.
saved me that night. But I and I hear people testify that they just wanted to <coughs> shout it to the rooftop, tell everybody they knew. But I could I didn't. Cause I didn't want, you know, my parents to be disappointed or no, I don't think they would have been, but I still just didn't feel like that I could share it, you know, and tell it. And, and Chris and I were had been dating a good while, and, and we were just talking one night, and I shared that, you know. And he said, Pam, he said, God will show you what you should do, because I, I knew I needed to be baptized again. I felt like I should, sure. but it, it, it was just going to be hard, you know. I thought it was, it wasn't, but, uh, but I just thought this song, this is, this is the sweetest song. I love it, and uh, I'm just so grateful that uh, that God saved me, and then He let me be baptized uh, in a church that didn't judge me for, you know, coming forward, and, and I, I'm just so grateful for that, yes. and I'm so thankful for today, and it's just been a great day. Hey, Pam, before you sit down, I, I want to tell a little more about that. <laughs> I come in from a, working at the, in the chicken house one day and I come come in and Pam was sitting at the kitchen table uh, with a face in her hands just weeping just weeping and uh, she was really in trouble about knowing that she needed to be baptized and I I wasn't I know what to say. And uh, one of our neighbors that was our pastor at the time, Brother Roger Tanksley, I called Brother Roger and I said, Brother Roger, we're in trouble. And we need you. And he said, I'll be there as quick as I can clean up and come. And he'd come in and we'd sit at the table. Pam was crying. We didn't know what to do. And uh, so Pam shared that with Brother Roger. And I thought he was going to have one of those shouting, stomping feet he had. He said, I come all the way down here. I was worried that y'all was going to get a divorce or something was wrong, and this is all it is. <laughs> and he said, then we can fix this. And so uh, I wanted to share that because I shared that with somebody this week. <laughs> And you know, one he married of, us, by the way, so he was yeah. very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> and I had an uncle that was a member of Central Baptist Church at Gardendale for many years, and I think he was actually in a, a, a deacon when he uh, confessed to the church that he uh, had been saved later and needed to be baptized. And that all happened about the same time, and Pam and Uncle Carol's had a wonderful bond over that. Sure. And uh, so, um, yes, we're saying all we're saying tonight is just to say it, to say how wonderful the Lord is. Yes. Amen.
He's so good. He's so good. He loves us when we're good. He loves us when we're bad. And uh, we're so undeserving. Thanks for sharing that. Amen. What a blessing. Amen. I just think, you know, God is good. Yeah. He is so good. Let's think God is so good. Can we do that?
something about that match. Brother Steve, do you have anything? I'm not going to preach, Brother Wayne. I promised that today, but I'm going to testify just for a minute. And uh, man, I've enjoyed what I've been able to feel in this service tonight. I realize there's just a handful of us here tonight, but boy, I'm glad that Jesus is here. Amen. I really am. Because if he wasn't here, uh, we'd be here in vain, wouldn't we? Amen. Uh, but I'm glad he's met with us. I thought about that song. Uh, Brother Chris, that you and Sister Pam sang, and uh, uh, it said in there, uh, he loves me when I'm right, and he loves me when I'm wrong. <laughs> and aren't you glad today that I was thinking about all the times I've been wrong, and uh, he didn't put a condition on his love and say, well, I'm going to quit loving you because you're wrong, but he kept on loving Boy, that, that's something to shout about. Amen. Tonight. It really is. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad of that. I'm glad of that. Does anybody have a testimony? Anything you need to do or say? Amen. I'm so thankful for our services. I, I, I even think back to last week. I, I thought about the sweet service we had, the testimonies, and... Uh, Brother Chuck, I didn't have to even preach. It just—it well, was just one of them services. And uh, and then uh, today, uh, the good Lord coming on the scene and just blessing us in our Sunday school. I tell you, I was enjoying Sunday school so much. I yes. just Amen. keep on going with it. And uh, the song service and everything we was able to experience. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't looking for. Uh, too many people here today for our morning service because of the temperatures. I just, I just sort of figured that a lot of folks would stay home, and I know some had to. Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised when I got behind this book board and looked back across the congregation and and, and saw the, all the folks that were here uh, this morning. But uh, what a blessing uh, it is, and. Um, and I, in the song we just sang, there's something about that name. I want to encourage you, if you get a chance, to uh, pull up Gloria Gaither. Um, and that song is, is being played while she's testifying about the goodness of God. And I believe if you'll do that, you'll get a real blessing uh, out of that. Uh, uh, because what she's testifying about goes right along with that song. And it's just... It's just a blessing uh, uh, to hear that. But uh, you ever notice how nature, God can use nature a lot of times to teach us things. If we'll, if we'll open our eyes and we'll look and be observant to what's uh, going on around us nature-wise, why God can really, uh, can really show us some things if we, if we watch it. And... Uh, uh, a few days ago during that extreme cold sleet and snow we had, I think it was on a, on that Monday night, it was so bad, uh, got up the next day and uh, there was a cow and I knew she had, uh, uh, she was great with calf and uh, and so uh, that next morning, I, I looked out there, and she was down by herself at the edge of the woods there. She was just carrying on, and the other cows were 
up in the other direction. She was just carrying on and carrying on and bellering. And, and uh, first thing I thought, well, she, she's either trying to have that calf or she's had it or something's going on. I walked down there and bless her heart, her little old calf, it was fully mature and it was just uh, dead as a hammer laying there. She was cleaning that afterbirth up and, and uh, she was real upset about that little calf. And uh, she just, you could almost just see it in her. And uh, I, uh, I picked it up and put it on the bucket of the tractor and took it off and buried it. And that, that upset her more than I carried it off. But after I buried it, I, uh, I came back through a cornfield there at the house where they had, back in the fall, had combined the corn and they left just about as much on the ground as they, as they combined. There was still uh, full ears of corn in the shuck on the ground there all over. And I said, well, I, uh, I could just stop here and fill up the front of this bucket with, with uh, with that corn and carry it down there and pour it over there to the cows. And so I did, I, I just threw it in there till I filled the bucket up. And uh, I come driving back up there to the pasture and I, when the cows saw the bucket coming up on the fence, they all run up there. And mama cow, she looked and she was still standing there where that baby, where she had it at. But as I commenced to dumping that corn on, onto the ground. Here she come running. And she started eating. And it was like everything in life was better. And I thought to myself, boy, if I could get over a problem that quick. And I realize we're talking about animals. And animals, they eat and they live. That's what they do. And, but, but, but God showed me in that that no matter what happens, no matter how sad or how discouraging things might be, there's a better day coming. Amen. There's a better day Amen. coming. And, and uh, I just want to read a verse of scripture here in St. John. And you don't have to turn. It's in St. John. And this is Jesus speaking. And he said, These things I have spoken unto you that in me, you might have peace. In the world, you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen. And boy, I'm glad today that you and I, you know, there's a better day coming that we are looking Amen. to that uh, we don't have an idea of how just how great it's going to be. But I'm glad today for the nuggets that God gives us throughout our life. Through the ups and downs of life, I was talking to Sister Nail the other day and we were talking about the ups and downs of life and, and I told her, I said, I know <coughs> that you feel like that you've had your share of bad news, especially, especially all kind of here at one time. And I said, but there's a better day coming. There's a better day coming. And uh, we, she and I compared it to life being like a roller coaster. Just kind of the ups and the downs that go with life. And we all have them. 
We all have them there. Uh, if you're on the mountaintop today, uh, don't mean to be a, a, a bearer of bad news, but just hang on. We'll be in the valley here in a day or two. But through it all, through it all, I'm glad that the consistency and the unchanging hand of God and His love today carries us through that. Aren't you glad of that today? Aren't you glad of that? Yes. Somebody told me one time, said, things are never as good as, 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 we, as we make them to be. And he said, things are never as bad as we think. And that's really true. A lot of times we, uh, we'll be on the mountaintop and, and we'll say, boy, this is good. And we ought to enjoy it. We should. I want to enjoy those times. But I know that there's going to be letdowns in life. But little Chuck, I'm glad of a better day that's coming. And it's by faith that we look to that. Yeah. We know it. And our ancestors look to that and believe that. They believe that till the day that they took their last breath. And we have that assurance today that there's a, there's a better day coming. I couldn't help but think about the disciples when John was beheaded. And the Bible said that uh, the disciples took John's body and they went and they buried it. And then it said they went and told Jesus. And um, I can just imagine, the Bible doesn't go into a great detail about that, but I can just imagine how heartbroken the disciples were. This was a man that they loved. He was the forerunner. Jesus had told them who this man was and what he was sent for. And they had just buried him, and they come and told Jesus and gave him the news. Jesus being God in the flesh, why he already knew that. He knew what was going to happen to John before it ever happened, but they, nevertheless, they came and they told him. And he told them, said, y'all come over here and rest for a little while. Give them a little rest. And then he said, call the multitude together. And uh, the disciples said, Jesus, they're tired. Let's just send them, send them home and let them go home and get their victuals and and, uh, and not put them through any more than they already been put through. Because I'm sure they had had the news of, of, of the, the death of John the Baptist. And uh, Jesus said, no, so call them up here into a desert place. And somehow or another in a desert place, there was some green grass for them to sit down in. The Bible said that he, Jesus ordered them to sit down in the grass there. And... Uh, the disciples doubting all the time as to what was going to take place. And uh, Jesus said something about feeding the multitude. And they said, we have nothing here but five loaves and two fishes is all that we've got. And uh, kind of another letdown to the disciples. And, and uh, we know the story that Jesus took and he gave thanks. He blessed God for the for the two fishes and the five loaves. And somehow or another in that, in that blessing that he gave, he performed a miracle. And he multiplied that. And, and I see it like this. I don't see all of a sudden a great big tub with, with 
thousands of fishes and bread. But he took that same little basket, and as they began to go and, and give, it just kept on giving. <laughs> it just kept on, kind of like them things you've seen where 20 people come out of a phone booth, you don't won't make any sense. But he just, they just kept on, kept on giving, kept on giving. And the Bible said that 5,000 men ate plus women and children that were in the bunch that ate there. I said that to say this. Those disciples had just come from burying John the Baptist and he died a tragic death. It would have been one thing if he would have just died of old age, but we know he was beheaded. And they were upset about that. But little did they know God was fixing to take, Jesus was going to take and bring them over there and he was going to perform a miracle in front of them like they had never seen. Right. But you know Jesus wasn't through. He said, I'm going to go up here on a high mountain and I'm going to pray. <laughs> and he said, y'all get in the ship, y'all head over yonder and I'll, I'll see you in a little while. So they did what Jesus told them to do. Bible said that when they got into the ship there and they sailed out that the wind became boisterous and the storm and, and, and it wasn't the first time they had been in a storm but there they were out there in that storm tossed to and fro with the winds and the rain and uh, next thing they see and they don't realize it's Jesus but they see somebody walking on the water coming towards them in the midst of all of those waves and turmoil. And the Bible said that the disciples, uh, they perceived that it was a, a spirit. And not only did their fear go from being scared of the storm they were in, of being capsized or, or the waves coming over and flooding the ship, but their fear went from there to fearing that spirit that was walking towards them out on the water. And he told them to fear not. Be of good cheer. It's I. Amen. It's I. And you know the story. Peter uh, put on his fisherman's coat and he, he jumped out there and he commenced to walking towards Jesus and he lost his faith there and he began to sink and Jesus reached down took him and picked him up. But I said that to say this, there's a better day. There's a better day coming. No matter what goes on in our life. And Sister Lynn, I know y'all have gone through a lot and boy, we pray, we pray and, uh, and uh, there's a better day coming. Amen. There is. Sometimes somebody will say, well, that's easy to say. But it's true, it's true. Our life, the Bible compares it to a little vapor that appeareth for a little while and then vanishes for what? But eternity is forever and ever and ever, a time with no end. And so we can rejoice in that. Job said, and I love this, I love this what he said. Y'all know that I get hung up on Job a lot of times, one of my favorite books of the Bible. But uh, after Job had uh, was going through all of the things he was going through and Satan wasn't through with it yet. He still had more to come. But 
Job said this. He said, Naked I came out of my mother's womb, and naked I shall return thither. He said, The Lord hath given, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Boy, if we can't learn something from that today. And, and, uh, but I want to encourage you today. Y'all have been an encouragement to me. Y'all really have. Y'all I'm the one that gets blessings around here, I'm going to tell you. But it's because of y'all letting the Lord use you in whatever way that He uses you. What a blessing that is. And I'm convinced that right now, I feel kind of on the mountaintop. <laughs> I do. But I realize, Brother Chris, that tomorrow may hold a whole different thing. I'm worried about little Jace. I am. I'm, 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 I'm worried about that. My, my, my uh, carnal man's worried about it. Little baby's sick. And, uh, but spiritually, I know there's a better day coming. And I know that if we'll pray and we'll lay that baby on this altar and we'll pray, you can imagine how mom and daddy feel. And uh, I think they were hoping that he would come off the breathing treatments today, come off the oxygen, but uh, the doctors don't feel like he's ready to do that yet. But we're going to pray that God will, will heal that little baby, give the doctors, nurses, and staff, give them the wisdom and understanding to make the right decision. And what I'd like us to do before we go home, I'd like for us to come around the altar and let's just pray. And I'd like for us to pray anything we need to pray about, but I want us to pray for little Jets. Amen. Um, uh, Joey and 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 uh, Kaylee have, have really been a blessing to our church, and and uh, and, and they're I know they're upset, and, and so and I want them to know that we that we took this and we laid him on the altar. Yeah, that's right. right. Does anybody have any more requests before we come around the altar? If not, everybody will just come around. Brother Chuck, will you leave us, please? God, I come to you one more time, God, thank you, Lord, for this day. God, we thank you, God, for what I've already felt, Lord. God, I thank you, God, for leading me this way. God, no one come from you, God. God, we thank you, God, for all the blessings you gave us, God. Hey, God, I don't know, God, that little baby, God, but my God, you do, God. Hey, I believe, God, you can touch down and heal his body, God. I pray, God, you help his mom and daddy, God. My God, just give him grace, God, to make it through this thing, God. I know, God, that my God, you can still save. God, how God, you ain't lost none of you, God. How God, I thank 
the try to take inventory of your blessings and we lose count. There's not a calculator or a computer big enough to calculate it, God. But I'm thankful today for all you've done and what you're going to do, God. And most of all, Lord, we're thankful, God, for these testimonies, God. Thankful for all that you've given and done. And Lord, we pray that you'd bless this coming week, dear Heavenly Father. I pray that you give each and every one of us a good week. God, help us, Lord, to be a light to others, God. Help us to be a light on a hill, dear Heavenly Father. Help this church, God, to be a light on a hill, dear God. And I pray that we'll continue to strive for the advancement of your kingdom. Lord, thank you for all you've given and done. For it's my most precious name. Amen. 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 Amen.